Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Living Hope. We're glad that you decided to join us on this Christmas Eve. Uh, as cold as it is outside, some of you are here in the room, some of you are joining us online. We're, we're glad you're joining us either way. Uh, do we have that little greeting in there that we'd like to start with? I don't remember. What's that? Oh, right there. The Lord be with you. Thank you. We believe that the Lord is present with us as we gather together and worship him. So let's bow our heads and pray to him as we begin. God, thank you once again for this uh, amazing holiday season that reminds us of your great love for us that you've shown us in your son, Jesus Christ. You have not kept your distance from us, but you have come to us uh, right into the middle of our darkness to shine your light, right into the middle of our brokenness to share your healing. You even entered into our death to give us life. Thank you uh, that on this Christmas Eve, as we remember uh, your coming so many years ago, as we anticipate your coming again and making all things new, all things right, thank you that as we gather together, uh, you are present here with us. You have come to us. So help us, God, uh, to be aware of your presence, um, to have a sense of your grace, of your love, of your comfort, of your peace. Thank you, God. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we are going to, this evening, we're going to go through a whole series of Christmas carols, scripture, comments, Christmas carols, scripture, comment, and we'll, we'll celebrate communion together at the end, and, uh, and then at the very end, we'll, we'll get to light the little candles that are there on your tables or, or in your seats. Uh, but I think, I think we have a song to get us going, right? I think, all right.
Yes, Emmanuel, God with us. That's what we celebrate this time of year. And there had been for generations this expectation, this hope that Emmanuel would come, that God would show up on the scene to make things right. And here we have in the story of Jesus that the time is right. The time has come uh, for God to show up on the scene. That's what we uh, begin to read in Luke chapter 2. At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Uh, I can't help when reading that story but think of Christmas traveling and holiday travels and how how much of a pain they are. And some of you have known that that pain, uh, that difficulty. Uh, Some of you have tried making a cross country trip or maybe on a flight that then gets delayed or canceled or uh, you're out there on the road and the weather turns nasty and uh, suddenly you're not sure you're going to make it to your destination. And if that's you, if you've ever done that, you were in good company. I mean, you were, you were helping to relive part of the Christmas story right there um, because that's what they did. They had to make a, a cross country trip um, with, with her being pregnant and I'm sure uncomfortable, especially since by the time they get there, she's ready to go, and, uh, and then to find out that your reservation you thought you'd made didn't go through or, you know, whatever, and uh, they have to take shelter where they can, and that's where Jesus shows up. That's how he arrives on the scene. Uh, that, uh, I am so glad uh, that that's the way Jesus' story begins for us, um, because if everything had just gone right, uh, then when in our lives everything goes wrong, we might think, oh man, <laughs> you know, this is unexpected, or this is not right, or this is, you know, I don't know, some version of that. But instead, we know God understands when things go wrong. He's with us when things don't go as planned, uh, when we're having to make that uncomfortable trip, when we're having to, uh, to find a last-minute place to stay, when we find ourselves in need of shelter. Jesus has been there. Uh, It's how he started his life. And so we know that he is with us. God with us even there. All right, sorry, another song.
what child is this? It wasn't obvious, you know. I mean, to anyone else watching, it was just another poor child with no place to, to lay his head other than the, the little manger that they managed to make a baby bed out of. Uh, it wasn't obvious at the time that he was the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one, the king. Um, but God helped some people figure it out. Uh, that night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Um, there's a part of me that would love to have one of those kind of visits take place uh, in my life, you know. Um, I know there have definitely been times in my life where I thought, God, I just need a sign, you know. Or, or a message, or an email, or a text, or something. Send me something that lets me know that you're here, that you know what's going on, that, uh, that I haven't you know, slipped off your radar, or something. And it uh, <clears throat> hasn't happened yet. Haven't, haven't had uh, a mystery piece of mail you know, that's you know, signed God at the end, or anything. Uh, I haven't had, a, haven't had an angelic visitation. Um, and when I read stories like this, I think, maybe I wouldn't want that after all. I mean, they were terrified. You know, they were uh, <clears throat> soiling their, their shepherd outfits or whatever. Um, this was not the kind of thing that, you know, just a cute and cuddly little angel that, that came and, and, uh, and appeared to them. This was the armies of heaven uh, announcing good news that will bring great joy to all people. Good news bringing great joy to all people. I, I sure hope, as someone who professes to follow Jesus, uh, I sure hope that... Uh, that my life, uh, as I live out this Christian life, as I live out this good news, that, it, that the people around me actually do perceive it as good news that brings them great joy. Um, sometimes we Christians um, stumble at that a little bit, and uh, people around us don't see us as good news people. They see us as bad news people. Uh, we don't exactly bring joy to the people around us. And uh, when that's the case, uh, oh God, forgive us. Uh, and help us uh, to remember that this Jesus that showed up uh, is one that had good news uh, to bring great joy to all the people. All right, we're just midway through the story. Let's, let's keep singing.
I just looked it up to remind myself, what on earth does Noel mean? And uh, it's French for Christmas. It can mean good news coming from a French phrase that I can't pronounce. And it can even mean birthday uh, coming from a Latin word. Um, so yeah, this, this Noel that they're proclaiming is the, the birth of Jesus, this very first Christmas. And uh, the story continues. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Um, now the song we just sang, First Noel, after talking about the shepherds and the angels announcing it, skips over to Matthew's version of the story. We're reading Luke right now with angels and shepherds, and Matthew's the one that talks about a star and wise men and coming. But both of these stories are about people who they, they see a sign or they, they hear an announcement, and then they have a choice to make. You know, what, what are we going to do with this? These shepherds had to decide, you know, what do we do now that these angels have appeared to us and announced this good news? And they decide, well, let's go see. Let's see for ourselves. Let's check this out. And uh, I, again, appreciate that that is in the story uh, because that's a part of most of our stories. We've, we have someone tell us this good news. We have someone tell us, hey, there's a God who made us and who loves us. You know, we hear this story of, of Christmas and... Uh, and we think, is that, is that really true? And we have a chance then to do something about it, to investigate, to explore, to, to read the story, to ask our questions, to, to dig into it. Did this really happen? Did this guy really live a couple thousand years ago? Did he really die on a Roman cross? Did he really rise from the dead? Is this story true? I believe it is. Um, and not just because, you know, my parents told me it was, but because I looked into it. I investigated it. And so I love it whenever I see anybody who tells me, you know, no, I'm not quite sure I believe all that yet, but I'm, I'm looking into it, you know, because I think that's what we are invited to do, to ask our questions, to explore, to see. Now, the shepherds did that, and sure enough, they found out it was true. There's the baby lying in a feeding trough, a manger, wrapped in strips of cloth, just like the angels said. And so, yeah, they went back to work. They continued on with their lives, but they were different. They, they had a different perspective. They believed, wow, God really is present here among us. God really has been faithful to his promises. And so they were telling everybody, we were visited by angels. They told us about this baby, and the baby's really there. When you do get to that place where you, where you have this encounter with Jesus, and you realize, wow, he, he really is real. He really does love me. It changes us. You know, we, we find ourselves changed by that encounter. And yes, we go on with our life. We go back to work. We go back to school. We go back to whatever we did, but we, we have a different perspective. We realize that God is with us in the midst of whatever we go through. And that, man, if, if God is here, if God is at work in Jesus, then, man, maybe this story is going to play out differently than we had first thought it would. Maybe God has a plan after all. All right, let's, uh, let's
assim. in that song, word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, that, uh, that's drawn from John's gospel. So we've, we've read through Luke and his story. Uh, we refer it over to Matthew's story, partway through that, that first Noel song. Um, Mark kind of skips over the whole, you know, baby Jesus part. He skips right to grown-up bearded Jesus. Um, but John, uh, John takes us even further back. Uh, John, as he begins his story of Jesus, he goes all the way back to the beginning, Uh, He says, in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. 
They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. He's, he's trying. He's trying to come up with a way to say, how, how do we describe what we've experienced in Jesus? You know, as we walked with him, as we talked with him, as we saw the miracles that he did, as we, as we even saw him conquer death, how do, we, how do we talk about who this Jesus is? And so John goes back to the book of Genesis and goes back to God speaking all of creation into existence and says, well, that, that word... Maybe, you know, this word that goes from the Father and, and creates all things, maybe that's the way we can talk about Jesus, who, who comes from the Father, who somehow is God present among us. This child of God, he's, he's struggling. He, he's trying to come up with a way. And, and it's true, our puny little brains have trouble getting our minds around how is it that this, this Jesus who was born, who, you know, had to grow up and do all the things babies do and and uh, and at some point he was six and seven you know like my boys and at some point he was you know uh, a teenager at some point he went through his 20s you know and somewhere in his 30s he begins his ministry that is most of what we read about in the bible how is it that this man was somehow god walking among us and they struggled just like we did to wrap our heads around it, but they, they wouldn't let go of it. They, they wouldn't let go of the, the idea that this, this man was so much more than just a man. He, he was definitely a man. We, we walked with him. We, we ate with him. We, we, you know, we saw him die. He was human, fully human, but, but man, somehow he was also God in the, in the flesh, present here among us. There are different parts of Scripture that describe, you know, why is it that God would have chosen to do this? You know, God had spoken through prophets over and over again. He had given us his message. But if you read the Bible, you know, we, we hear the message from God and we think, okay, great. And we follow him for a while and then we veer off track, you know. And God has to send another prophet and another prophet. And God's plan from the very beginning um, had been to, to work through human beings created in the image of God to to do this whole creation experiment with us uh, having a role to play. I'm excited. Uh, in 2023, we're going to spend a whole, the whole month of January in the book of Genesis uh, before continuing on to Exodus and before continuing on to... And we're going we're to make our way through 12 books of the Bible and, and end in Revelation next December. So if you're here next December, we'll probably talking about Revelation and dragons and all that fun stuff. But, um, <clears throat> but right from the very beginning of the book, you know, we have God desiring to work through people. And so God doesn't give up on that plan, but we keep messing it up. And so God finds a way to work through a human being by becoming one and doing what we couldn't ever get right. Jesus gets right. He, he perfectly represents here on the planet what God our Heavenly Father is like, full of grace and truth, full of unfailing love faithfulness. This is God with us. Uh, another writer in the New Testament says it was, only, it was only in a human body that Jesus could 
could die. It was only as a human being that he could die, and only then could he conquer death for you and for me, to, to overcome sin by taking our sin on himself on that cross and experiencing death so that he could overcome death, so that he could defeat death, vanquish it, win the victory, and then share that victory with us. That's what uh, John kind of hints at a little bit later in one of the most famous verses that, that he gave us in John chapter 3. It says, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. The reason we celebrate Christmas, the reason Jesus came, wasn't to start some new religion with a long list of rules and things we have to do and not do. Uh, the reason that God sent his son Jesus was out of love for you and me to, to rescue us from a life that leads to perishing, a life that is ultimately empty, a life that damages us and the people around us, a life that we've all lived. He, he came to rescue us from that and to bring us into this amazing life with him. It's a beautiful thing that he invites us into. And, uh, and we get to celebrate that this morning. Uh, this morning? This evening. Man, 52 times a year I say this morning at this point. Once, once a year I say this evening. We get to celebrate that this evening with the sacrament of communion. Um, this is a, a gift given to us by Jesus himself as he gathered with his disciples, uh, celebrating God's mighty saving work in the, the Passover meal. And as they celebrated, he he helped them to see God is doing another mighty saving work. He is rescuing once again through himself, through the death he was about to experience on the cross. And so he took bread and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body given for you. When you eat this, remember me. He took a cup and gave it to them and said, drink this. This is my blood poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. When you eat this, when you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. And so we're going to do that here in just a moment. We're going to pray together, and then we'll celebrate communion. And, uh, and you're invited to participate. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long, long time, and you, you come to communion, you know, every time you show up at church, you, you celebrate. Maybe this is your first time, uh, because maybe today is the day that you're saying, you know what? I, I do need to. I, I've been exploring. I've been looking into it, and I, I really do believe there's something to this that God really does love me, that he really is here in Jesus to offer me his grace, to forgive my sins, to get me off that road that leads to my, to my perishing, to my death, and to get me on a road that leads to life. The invitation is for all of us. Um, so in just a moment, we're going to pray. And then as the band leads us in a, in a song or two, uh, you're going to be invited to come forward, take bread from the basket, dip it in the juice and eat it, and return to your seats. Uh, there won't be anybody releasing you from tables. You can just come up as you're ready. Uh, or if you don't want to do that, uh, there are some little cups at the tables, and you can peel it back and get to bread and, and get to some juice uh, as we sing as well. But, but first, let's bow our heads and let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for the love you've shown us in your son, Jesus Christ. As we were just reminded this past Sunday, there's, there's nothing that can separate us from your love that's revealed in Christ Jesus. You came right here to where we are. And we celebrate that each and every Christmas. Thank you. Thank you for coming to us when, when we couldn't get ourselves to you. Thank you for coming to, to take our broken pieces and, and make us whole again. 
thank you for breathing life into us, into the, the death that we had uh, created by our own selfishness and sin. Thank you for becoming one of us so that you could experience all that we go through and including, including death and conquer that for us so that we can share in your life. We are so grateful, God. Thank you for this sacrament of Holy Communion. We offer to you these simple gifts of bread and juice, and we pray that by your Spirit's presence here among us that we might meet our crucified and risen Savior in his body and in his blood. We offer you ourselves, and we pray that by your Spirit's work in our lives that we might be changed, that we might be transformed and and live in this world as the body of Christ, as your hands and feet, as your sons and daughters, loved by you, forgiven by you, embraced by you, and filled with your Holy Spirit so that we can go and do the work that you give us to do. Thank you, God. We are so grateful for this love, for this grace, for the joy that we experience in this relationship with you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you pray with me the prayer that Jesus taught us? Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate and let's sing.
All right. We, uh, we come to the part of the service that some of you have been looking forward to the whole time, where you get to play with fire. Uh, we, uh, we've been lighting these candles the past few weeks as, uh, as we've talked about the, the peace and hope and joy and love that Christ brings. And uh, on Christmas Eve, we get to light the Christ candle as a symbol of his presence here among us. And uh, in part because of what we read a little bit ago um, from John chapter 1. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. So uh, these, uh, these little candles just remind us of the presence of Christ and the light that he brings to our darkness. And, uh, and we get to leave here um, with you know, the taste of communion perhaps still on our tongues. Uh, we get to leave here as lights, carrying the light of Christ, uh, being the body of Christ, uh, extending the joy, the hope, the peace, the love of Christ to those around us. Uh, the light of Christ shines in some very dark places thanks to you and your presence there. Uh, God's Holy Spirit um, present alongside people who are grieving, alongside people who are homeless, people who are in jail, people who are sick and can't get out. Uh, the presence of Christ alongside people who are facing violence, abuse, war, all kinds of ugliness that we seem to find ways of doing to each other. Still, in all those places, the, the presence of Christ, the light of Christ shines because God takes it there in, in you. Uh, so we're going to pass this flame from, from candle to candle as we sing this next song as a reminder uh, that we carry the light of Christ with us. So let's sing.
Thank you, God. Thank you once again for shining the light of your life, of your love, into our hearts, into our lives by your Son, Jesus Christ. You are so good to us, God. And we are so, so grateful. Would you help us, God, to, um, to nurture this light in our lives, to not ignore it, to not let our flames sputter and go out. But God, would you help us to, uh, to stay connected to you, the source of life, the source of love, the source of the light that shines brightly within us. So that as you send us out into uh, some pretty dark places, God, we can go carrying your light, your hope, your peace, even your joy. Thank you, God. Thank you once again for the love you have shown us in your son, Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Ah, I kind of like this. Um, unfortunately, we can't, uh, we can't just all walk out of here with flaming candles because they go out as soon as the, the crazy winter wind hits us. So uh, whenever you'd like, you can, uh, you can blow them out, and uh, we're going we're gonna to go. Uh, but uh, as we go, let's do so as people who carry the light of Christ with us. Uh, let's go as, as people who have hope, as people who know that the darkness doesn't win. Uh, let's go with, with Christ's peace. Merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs>